0: This is your Classical Break, your daily dose of classical music. I'm Tyler Alderson, and today we'll be finishing up with Mozart's 40th Symphony. The final two movements of the symphony both feel more like the opening movement than that lyrical second one we heard yesterday. The third is structured as a minuet, but it feels a lot more like a march than a dance. There's a lighter trio section in the middle that gives us a breather from the drama, but then it's right back into the fray. The final movement is urgent, featuring a rising theme that drives it forward. But for all that momentum, and for such a dramatic piece, the ending is kind of odd. It's not a build-up to a big final cadence. It's not a slow fade away. The piece just kind of ends. There's a whirlwind of activity, the whole orchestra joining in, and then it sounds like Mozart was called to dinner or something and had to just end it right there. And this has fueled speculation that Mozart actually wrote this as part of a cycle with the 39th and 41st symphonies. The 41st certainly has a more forceful ending. An exuberant mood could be seen as a reaction to and a remedy for the darker turn this symphony takes. It's possible that he wanted all three of them to be performed back to back to back, so this would just be the middle rather than the beginning, middle, and end as a standalone piece. But taking this piece on its own, it's hard not to see a parallel with Mozart's life and career in the somewhat abrupt ending. And it's worth talking a bit about what came after Mozart's untimely death, because it brings up some interesting questions about what might have been had he lived. More than any of his other symphonies, this was the one that the romantics would cite when they talked about Mozart's genius. And it makes sense. This has so many of the hallmarks of romanticism. The contrasts in mood, the expanded tonality, and the powerfully emotional feel of the music all fit the romantic ideal of what music should sound like. Schumann described the symphony as having a, quote, Greek lightness and grace, which is a funny thing to say when compared to the rest of Mozart's symphonies, but it makes much more sense if you're comparing it to Schumann's or Beethoven's symphonies. And that remark by Schumann makes you think that maybe he was thinking about this symphony more in light of the romantic music of his day. And that's where the less-than-satisfying ending becomes much more poignant because Mozart's own life had a similar ending. Nothing big or dramatic, just an illness followed by a quiet death at the age of 35. He had just premiered The Magic Flute, which was a huge success, and had he lived, his financial situation would have improved dramatically. But he probably would have kept on writing, too, and that's the biggest unknown that we have. What would he have done, especially as the classical era gave way to the romantics? Would his music sound as dramatic and experimental as this piece? Would we look at this as some sort of transition in the way that he wrote music? To give some perspective, Mozart wrote 41 symphonies in his 35 years. Haydn, his close friend and mentor, had a similar number written at the same age, and he finished with 104 Mozart would have been 52 when Beethoven premiered his monumental Fifth Symphony, one of the dividing lines people point to in the transition between the two eras. Haydn wrote almost 30 symphonies from his 50s onwards. So you can only imagine what Mozart might have done. I don't want to go too far off the speculation deep end, but after you listen to these final two movements, it'd be worth going and listening back to the episodes on Mendelssohn's Scottish Symphony or Beethoven's Third Symphony, pieces that were written in the decades following this one. Now, this is definitely a classical symphony. It bears a lot of differences to those pieces, but it's also not hard to hear where it might fit in with those later pieces. And it's also not hard to wonder what might have been. Here's the Muse Open Symphony with the final two movements of Mozart's 40th Symphony. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. See what I mean? With everything going on in that movement, you can't help but wonder, is that it? And that's kind of a metaphor for how people saw Mozart's achievements. I mean, he achieved so much. He's one of the greatest composers to have ever lived, and yet we're wondering, what could have been had he lived past the young age of 35? Thanks to the Muse Open Symphony for putting that up on museopen.org, and thank you for listening. If you have the chance, please rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're getting it. I'm Tyler Alderson, and tomorrow for your classical break, we'll be listening to a few extracts from Berlioz's Damnation of Faust. Is it an opera? Is it a cantata? Well, somewhere in between. I'll tell you more about it tomorrow. I'll see you then.